The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the changes in power of SEO data. Joining us is Tom Wells, who is the co-founder of Wells & Harris, which is a digital consulting agency that specializes in strategic advice for marketing investments. Yesterday, Tom and I talked about the SEO spend allocation you need to own your niche. And today, we're going to talk about why 1% of domains own 99% of market share. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Tom Wells, the co-founder of Wells & Harris. Tom, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me on again, Ben. Yeah, delighted to be here. Excited to have you back again today and continue our conversation where, you know, yesterday we were talking about spend allocation. I've got a bucket of money. Boy, don't I wish. And I have to figure (laughs) out whether I'm dedicating it to awareness, demand generation, organic growth. and, And a big part of our conversation yesterday was You need to do research on the organic growth opportunities, how competitive your market is, and understand what you're trying to accomplish to figure out how much you need to allocate to organic growth. That brings us to the second part of our conversation, which is, all right, I'm going through my research and here's generally what I find. There's a couple of incumbent players that own the vast majority of my niche and I have to figure out how strong they are. Why is it 
that 1% of domains own 99% of market share? So this actually came out of some recent Wells and Harris research that we're going to publish towards the end of the year. All listeners can obviously check that out on our website. That's just going to be dropped on the homepage in a few weeks. But basically, we were looking at the banking sector and we gave ourselves the challenge of Wells and Harris to look at a completely new market to us, which was the Australian market. Now, what we wanted to do is look at a market with fresh eyes, try out our own research methodology and see we don't really know that much about this market. How much can we find out? How effective are our processes for doing that? And what can we learn along the way? We actually found that 99% of domains have less than 1% of market share. So that's just sort of the reverse view of the stat that you mentioned at the top of the show. And what that means is we actually developed our own custom market share metric at Wells and Harris, which doesn't just look at one factor. It looks at about five or six and weights them in a quite a complex way. We were quite surprised to learn that over a 10, 20,000 keyword set, very few domains actually go above a 1% market share, 100% being the theoretical maximum, you're ranking very highly for everything. So we asked ourselves, why is this? And the answer is, well, there's a lot of dormant websites, you know, people create a product and then the, the website just fades off into the background. The other answer is to actually get above a 1% market share, that seems to me to be the threshold where you have to do a few things quite well. You have to have an important, valuable product and service that's meeting user needs. You actually have to have a content strategy. So it's almost like the gateway into becoming a successful business when you get about above 1% market share. It seems like there's, this is the case of the haves and the have-nots. You need to have some domain authority, you need content to get domain authority, and you need domain authority to rank well. And is it as simple as, well, if I create content enough at a high enough volume, I'll start to build that authority and then start to pick off market share? And if that's the case, why isn't everybody starting to normalize why there's so many little brands that are out there? The way that I'd answer that is I'd say that there's two primary functions that most brands fulfill these days. If they're a product and a service, they offer a product and a service. And if they're not doing that, they're, off, they're recommending products and services to their users. And so for me, it's about zooming out and looking at how well does that product and service meet those users' needs first? And how well received is that in the market? And for me, that's the brand authority that we should be talking about rather than the traditional backlinks, domain authority, all of the classic SEO metrics. Building on top of that, understanding how your brand fulfills the needs of users is absolutely key to then optimizing a website that meets users' needs because it has to resonate with them in the same way that your products and services resonate with them in the offline world as well. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, Google has made inroads in terms of understanding what passages are in content. So we've moved from domain rank is the primary source of truth to individual page rank, and now we're down to passage rank. My feeling is if Google is able to understand which passage on any given web page is the most credible, that should start to normalize the percentage of domains that have market share. I've got a tiny little domain, but I've written the best paragraph about how to bake chocolate chip cookies. All of a sudden, I don't have to be Nestle Toll House to rank for chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) Are we actually seeing this in play? Is Google taking their sort of passage understanding of passages and is that messing with the market share splits? From our research, we actually say that it's still page level rather than passage level. That sort of plays out in the data that you still need an absolutely high quality page to rank for that passage. It's unlikely that a well-written passage on a poorly optimized page would still ranks super well. The other thing I would say is if that landing page is related, directly related to a product and a service, for example, if you're offering an online business banking account, Google has some understanding of how users perceive your business in terms of sentiment, in terms of user signals. So if you're looking at a search term like best business bank, Google does have an understanding of how well the overall product fulfills users' needs, as well as the simple landing page as well. So if a comparison website is fulfilling that need, obviously it's the comparison website that offers users the best advice. But if it's a bank itself, like we saw in our forthcoming banking report very often, then the effectiveness or the closeness of the product and service to the search term in terms of user needs also has to be factored in as well. All right. So there's some logic that has to be applied here, right? You need the ethos of your domain, the theme of the page and the specific passage to all be related to each other for Google to say, okay, this is what we're going to rank. You can't be selling banking services and have the world's best passage about chocolate chip cookies for Google to then show your passage, right? It has to be nestled into a cooking, health, wellness, whatever type of blog for Google to prioritize your content. So it's not necessarily just the individual passage that matters. That passage has to be on a relevant page, on a relevant website as well. Absolutely. And just one sort of addendum to that that I found quite interesting from research from the previous months that we spent on this report is you can actually get an indication of how competitive brand-wise a niche is by looking at what sites rank. And I think this is a really interesting point for some listeners to understand that if you know from your research that more often than not, for example, in the banking sector, we'll continue with that example, recommendation pages are leading the way. It's actually a sign that products and services aren't fulfilling users' needs as well. But if it's the other way around, and you know you see banks begin to rank at the top organically and recommendation sites come further down the rankings, vice versa is true. And you can actually learn then from what are these brands doing 
or products and services doing that actually fulfill those user needs. And that's where research can inform, okay, these brands are performing well. Let's do a deep dive on why that is. So here's where the rubber meets the road. The hardest question I'm going to ask you, 1% of domains own 99% of market share. So how can I get my domain to be in the 1%? You need a holistic marketing strategy, which includes SEO spend. I'm not going to say that paid advertising is absolutely essential. All I am going to say is that it's very, very likely if you are a top brand, you are going to be spending on ads as well. You need a highly optimized website. But the underpinning of all of that is, for me, the best brands understand their niche the best. And that goes right back to their products and services and how they're thinking about meeting their user needs. That funnels down into the website and that funnels down both in terms of organic search, into best meeting those needs. And in terms of paid ads, it custom landing pages that really understand the query and what people are searching for. Because when you're you know, looking at ads, it's about offers, it's about providing products and services. So all of that stems from better research than the uh, other incumbents are able to do in my eyes. It's one of the things that I learned working at an early stage startup where we're always so demand driven. We need to focus on performance marketing and get bodies in the door to validate our company, to get that next round of funding, to make sure everybody gets their paycheck. And what always happens with early stage companies, they learn the hard way that if you're not investing early in your long-term growth strategies, at some point you hit the ceiling and you can't continue to grow. And what you're talking about is basically the same thing of the companies that are reliant solely on performance marketing aren't able to continue to grow and scale because there's only so much that your demand generation channels can provide. At some point, you need to understand your users, provide value, build a relationship, and build a brand to continue to grow and scale your business. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tom Wells, co-founder of Wells & Harris. If you'd like to get in touch with Tom, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is wellsandharris.com, W-E-L-L-S-A-N-D-H-A-R-R-I-S.com. On wellsandharris.com, they're going to be launching an example of some of their research. They put together a white paper specifically focusing on the banking sector. So if you'd like to see some of Wells & Harris's research, go to wellsandharris.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing, insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish a new episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 